Hey, I'm Elissa Nicole Trust, an actor and writer based in New York City. I'm Lauren Schaffel, an actor and producer also living in New York City. And, and we are Positive Creativity Podcast. Positive Creativity is a podcast where we speak with artists from all disciplines about how they got their start, what's inspiring them, and how they stay positive in the entertainment industry. We speak with artists based in New York, L.A., and beyond. Our goal is to give creative artists a platform to share their experiences and talk about their work. We hope that our listeners will enjoy the insights, stories, and perspectives from a diverse group of artists from all sides of the industry. Thanks for listening. Hey, listeners. Our guest this week is Aaron J. Sandler, a manager with over a decade of experience and talent representation. He's the co-founder of Forte Artist Management, representing performers in the fields of TV, film, and theater, along with content creators in a variety of mediums. We loved hearing Aaron's story of becoming a talent manager and his partnership with Bernard Bounier in co-founding Forte Artist Management. In fact, we were inspired to talk to Aaron after our episode with Bernard last season. It's clear that these two have a wonderful partnership and that they've developed a working relationship that allows them to thrive as a team, but also have autonomy to each develop their own clients. Aaron says in this episode that our industry is built on relationships, and that really stood out to me because it's clear that Aaron does this exceptionally. He treats his clients with respect, a positive mindset, and an open mind, as well as a sense of responsibility to support their careers. Here's Aaron Sandler. Welcome, Aaron. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for joining us. So excited to talk with you. I love Bernard's episode, um, and I'm, I'm glad that uh, it's gotten a great response, and I'm really happy to uh, complete the, uh, fill out the picture of Forte Artist Management for everyone. Yes, yes, yes. yes. You got We're so <laughs> <laughs> No, I was going to, we're probably going to say the same thing, Alyssa. I'm, we're so excited to chat with you. Um, and actually, I'm going to credit Alyssa. This was part of Alyssa's vision. Uh, we sat down and we were like, what do we want to do for season four of this podcast? And we were like, it would be really cool to have kind of a partnership series to talk to um, some of the, some of the, what's for lack of a better word, partners or other halves of duos in our industry. And we immediately thought of you. Awesome. Um that's great. I really, I think it's a, it's a great thing to focus on um, because it's, I think what Bernard and I have is it, what I feel is quite special. And, um, you know, I'm really excited to, to get more into the, the details of that and, and just really, um, you know, it's a relationship business and um, mm. we, have a, we have a really good one. And I'm, I'm glad to, um, that it's, it's been blossoming in just, um, you know, a short period of time. That's Fantastic. great. Yeah. That's so good to hear. So the first question we have for you is what is currently inspiring you? What is inspiring me? Handful of things. Um, for me particularly, I think the return of theater this fall has been super inspirational. Um, for the art form itself, I think there was a lot of skepticism since we were all in, 
you know, locked down and, and watching streaming and getting comfortable with movies and, and television and sort of, you know, there was Zoom theater, but it was kind of like, does this really have a place in our culture right now? Is there a need for it? Does it stand out amongst what people can more easily um, have exposure to? Um, and it's, it's just been phenomenal to remind myself of the, the true singular magic of, of live theater when done well, um, being with an audience, connecting and sharing energy with with the performers and all involved. And it's, it's been really great. And, you know, some of those highlights I'd say are Dana H. Uh, the Lehman Brothers trilogy was fantastic. I finally got to see Company. Um, and, you know, I think we're also seeing right now the, the value of understudies and swings and it's, it's inspirational, um, as well to see, uh, you know, kind of how, how fragile, um, a production can be when it comes to, to being able to put it on and all the different pieces that have to go into place and just the people that are going out of their way and really, um, finding their time to shine to, to fill in those gaps where, where, where it's needed. Um, it's been a very, you know, just the, I'm, I'm seeing uh, Carolina change tonight. I'm glad I was able to get a ticket before it closes. And even that every day, just checking to see if it's even happening, you know, just all these cancellations. So it's a real gift to be able to see live theater right now, um, in New York and, and around the country. Um, so it's been, that's been very inspiring and gets me really excited about the future of, of that particular art form as we go forward into the unknown. Um, and it's just been, it's been courageous to see people um, also just putting on art and adapting to the times we're in and, and seeing hybrid models of comedy shows that have been doing in person, coming back to do that, but then realizing it's, it's safer to, to have a streaming option. So adapting everyone's art form to, to, you know, the, the times right now has been, has been very, um, has, has been an inspiration. I think art always finds a way and that's, that's certainly proven itself. Um, about how adaptable um, art forms can be. And um, I think another thing, I, as far as TV, I, have you guys seen Station Eleven? It's a show on HBO Max. No, not, not yet. yet. I've heard amazing things about it, though. Yeah. So apparently this was a show that was conceived and they started filming it pre-pandemic, uh, and it's it's directly about a pandemic. I mean, even more extreme. But I'm kind of one that likes to go right, use art to go right into current issues. Um, and I think when done well and artfully and soulfully, it can really be therapeutic. And I, I can understand if, if people want to take a break and step away from things that might just be a little too close to home. But I just I just like to go there as hypotheticals. And it's there's things that are very relatable, um, even if it's extreme fiction. Um, and I, I think it's a way that that we can process what's going on, you know, even even don't look up. Um, to a lesser extent, but even that, just the, the uh, you know, an impending threat and how, and a health crisis and how, uh, how people deal with that and how everything is, you know, how our culture processes something that is unpleasant and, uh, and, you know, can, can connect people, but can also divide. And I think it's important to have those kind of conversations. Um, so that's, that's been very stimulating to me and inspiring as far as where, you know, where new work can go to, to address this experience that we've all shared in the past, you know, going on two years now. So that, that gives me, you know, that always gets me fired up about what, you know, what, what's possible. Um, and, and really drawing from, from the real world and life and, and our experiences and going right into that. So that's, that's been an inspiration during, during these times lately. Wow. I, I love both parts of your answer to this question. Mm -hmm. First, 
Just thinking about live theater, I, I feel like over the past couple of weeks, more than really any other point during the past, I don't know, several months now, seeing theater feels like such a, what's the word I'm looking for? There's, there's a, yeah, like you mentioned, a, a courageousness to it, both mm-hmm. on the part of the performers and audience members. It's kind of like, oh, wow, we're all in this together. We're seeing people perform this show who've had maybe... I don't know, a few hours notice to go on. Yeah. There's something so incredible about that. And I I haven't yet been back inside a Broadway theater, but we are, we're supposed to be seeing company. Yeah, I'm with you there. I really hope so. Um, And, you know, it's also just goes to show, even if you have like one or two understudies and these are professionals, these are people that they've put all this time into, you know, and I've repped some people that have, have understudied and most of the time, you know, in normal times, you, you don't ever go on, you know, it's just yeah. hurry up and wait and you're standing there and you've prepped multiple roles. And so it's mm-hmm. great that that's actually saving the day for these productions, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oof, talk yeah. about inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. No, I completely agree with you. I think that, I mean, there is nothing like live theater and just the collective energy in this space. And um, seeing shows after being shut down for 18 months is really special and just really like I was at the invited dress for Waitress, which I think was the first musical to reopen mm. um, in early September. And it was electric. It was insane. It was just it was so incredible. But, you know, on the other side of that, they just closed three weeks early because of, you know, too many cases in the company and not being able to have enough coverage. So it it feels like the theater industry and Broadway is kind of hanging on by a thread. And that is very scary. Um, But I really love that that was your answer about what's currently inspiring you. Um, Because, you know, I don't think live theater is going anywhere. And um, I think that we're going to get through it just like we did the first time. And um, yeah, and and just and obviously, you know, swings, understudies, they have the hardest job of all. Uh, so much respect. So much respect. Absolutely. I like it, too. I think sometimes it 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 shakes up the chemistry, you know, the makeup of the cast, like other cast members sort of maybe they're stepping it up to be present and provide support for those understudies. So it's, it's sort of a different, it's, it's a very alive performance I find because it's, you know, um, they're, they're very aware that there's a different piece in there and that, uh, you know, and it, it's certainly not the same performance they gave the previous time. If it's, if that had the full cast, it, it, you know, that's the beauty of live theater every time it's different, um, ideally. And, um, so that's, that's cool. And I'm, I'm all, I'm all about understudies and I kind of think, you know, I mean, these, these are people that are, are, one opportunity away from being a name that we know, a star, uh, you know, mm. leading in their own their own production to come. So that's you know that's exciting to to see that get uh, get highlighted recently. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then the other part that you were talking about seeing television shows that are. Um, part of me is laughing because part of me is thinking, oh gosh, is it too soon to have shows that are about a pandemic? specifically about COVID-19. Right. But and then the other part, I also just watched Don't Look Up and I was blown away. I found it really moving and mm-hmm. terrifying and yeah. funny all at once. 
Um, yeah, and I think it's important to be able to to watch shows like that and, oh man, be terrified, but also to be able to look back and laugh a little bit and be like, oh my gosh, we've gone through such crazy times. Yeah. No, for sure. And I think art can, you know, it can provide a thought experiment or a bunch of hypotheticals that we don't have to actually live through, but just like what, how would people really react to this? Or if, if this happened or if, you know, mm-hmm. God forbid some, you know, something even worse comes down the, the pipeline and how do we, you know, we're learning a lot I think, about ourselves as, as a culture and maybe as a country, but you know, just about how we, we all rally together and respond to things. Um, but it, yeah, it is an interesting, it's interesting to see, you know, the delayed, kind of release of of things that are going to be addressing you know the kind of shared trauma and experience we've all had and i know that you know i i work with some people who you know are have been writing pilots or screenplays or plays and this was back you know a year ago it's like the question of do you even address you know does what does the world look like is it is it pre is it post do they acknowledge it is are they in it you know are people gonna even want to you know be immersed in in something that is too familiar so it's been it's been very interesting i hope that things are you know maybe a little more abstract or um not directly related to the experience we've had but somehow comments on those themes or or hits at something deeper kind of like what we saw you know post 9 11 which has been a while now but you sort of saw in the years after things that were dealt with a lot of that emotion and the psychology of it while not directly being related to to that event and those you know, the, the years that followed politically. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to see, you know, and I think art can have a responsibility to, you know, to, to stir yeah. up people's thinking and, and feeling about things and hopefully, you know, have real world application. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Well, Alyssa, that's make me, making me think about you and the, the pilot you're currently writing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's, um, <laughs> I'm like, I've been I told Lauren earlier I'm writing like a fiend working on this pilot um but it I fully ignored the pandemic it it does not exist in that world so I hope yeah. that was the right choice uh we we shall see time will tell <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah but no it it is really interesting I think at the beginning of the pandemic, we had a guest on probably like April of 2020 who said that he thought that there would be a lot of escapism coming out of the pandemic. And um, I mean, we were so naive back then. April of 2020, we probably thought we had a couple months left, right? Like, what did we know? Um, <laughs> but it, it's interesting because I, I think it's mostly the opposite. Um, and I, I think that's a good thing. For the most part, you know, like we all have those shows that we go back to that, you know, give us comfort, like, I don't know, like The Office or Friends or whatever that is for you. Um, But I I think it is important to if we're not I I love what you said about addressing the emotion or addressing like the themes versus actually like literally needing to talk about COVID-19 um, or 9-11 or whatever the collective trauma is. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So Aaron, going in a little bit of a different direction, uh, we'd love to hear your story of becoming a manager and starting your own company. Yeah, I'd love to, uh, to share that. I'll try to give you the shortest, uh, shortest version. Uh, and, yeah, so, you know, I'd always been 
uh, enamored with the arts. I'd always loved uh, whether it was, you know, filmmaking or acting or audio work, drawing. I mean, I knew that that was something that was very much a part of who I was. And I, I related to artists. I understood the process of creating and of, of convincing people that something should exist and um, getting people's attention and have it be honest and truthful and uh, finding audiences. Um, and I, so I basically, you know, had always pursued that in some form, creative form or another. And when I moved to New York, um, I, I was doing some acting and I was also doing freelance film work. I was sort of part of this collective, you know, post-college group of people that were just making things and, and everyone has their ambitions and, but it was very collaborative. And so I bounced around to doing a bunch of different kinds of work somewhat uh, associated with the entertainment field in some form or another. Um, and I, it wasn't until, and I, I kind of want to make the point, it's like it wasn't until I was in my 30s that I made this this career shift. And I think there's sometimes this focus mm -hmm. on determining what you need to do right out of college or in college or, or figuring out what you're, you know, what mark you're going to make artistically if you're if you're to the creative arts. So um, for me, I got really into the business side of things and the invisible machinery that goes on daily to make the magic that is art, um, as we were talking about theater and just all that goes into that. And when it comes to casting particularly and all the decisions that go into that and all the different um, professional skills and focus that, that needs to go into being an artist and, and being an actor particularly, I was drawn to that and the, those kind of relationships. So someone had turned me on to this idea of, of agenting or being a talent rep, which I hadn't really considered at the time. But I got an internship and I just fell in love with that side of the business right away and the connection you have with with actors and their reliance on on the reps to provide careers and, and pathways for them. So I really liked that. I was, I was turned on to that responsibility. Um, and then so I, I was an assistant at a high pro profile management company, uh, which was a fantastic experience. Got me turned on to the idea of management. Uh, I then worked for an agency to sort of see if that was maybe more uh, what I was considering. It was more of a boutique, so kind of worked very managerially anyways. Um, and that's where I got to know Bernard Bounier. Bernard had a couple clients that, that we shared at the agency. He and I just so happened, I don't know if it, it would have gone down like this otherwise, me getting to know him, but we sat next to each other uh, just by coincidence at an opening that we, uh, a Broadway opening for um, a couple clients that we shared. And he and I just hit it off immediately. We started talking about theater and film and uh, sports. And he was like, I, we should be hanging out. I want to, you know, I want to get to know you. This is a time where, you know, I, I felt the, the right move was to, uh, you know, start to build my own roster at, a, at this company or, or some company where you get promoted and you, you start to carve out your own, um, your own roster and work that you're doing. And Bernard just, he saw the writing on the wall. He's like, you're ready to do this. You should just start your own, you know, start your own roster. And I hadn't considered that. And I wouldn't have done it had he not provided me with the opportunity to work with his, his company that he had, uh, he had started up on his own. Um, so I started from scratch, just building the roster and using his resources and reputation and, asking all the questions and, and learning from him. And I know that, and he had mentioned, you know, on your show too, about like uh, cutting out some of the time to make mistakes or, or just not knowing what you're doing and not really having anyone to, to ask those questions or, or get some guidance or compare notes. Mm -hmm. um, 
So, you know, and I, it's true. I really was ready. I worked for a lot of great agents and managers and you just absorb the different ways that they do this line of work. And then you ultimately decide how you want to apply it and what skills work for you. And so it really was, you know, I mean, stepping back a little bit, I had considered grad school for, you know, social work and law. And um, I worked in sales for a little bit. And this is just a combination of all those things, including um, understanding what it is to be an artist and, and the creative plight. And um, so I, I already had sort of a shorthand, I think, when it came to to connecting. And um, I really had some great relationships with clients at that agency that continue to work with me uh, today. So that that really was very beneficial, um, taking those years as an assistant to, to build those relationships, as well as with casting people and um, agents and managers. And uh, so Bernard and I were a year into working together with his company. We merged with another one. And then the time came where we were ready to set out and, and be true partners and uh, start Forte Artist Management in the spring of 2019. And, uh, basically, you know, I mean, it, it's a new company, but we, for the most part, transferred over our, our existing rosters. We didn't really have, it was just a continuation of what we were doing. And, um, you know, we, we loop each other in on everything, but we have our, our separate rosters. So there's full autonomy to work with whoever we want and pursue different directions. And, you know, I've, I've been branching out more into the literary side of things. I think too, like theater, musical theater, particularly, I, I see that I'm, I'm obtaining talents a little more suited towards that. Um, but, you know, I think as a company, we're working with with actors, you know, performers across the board in all mediums. And that's sort of what we what we respond to. Um, so it's been really, you know, great to to be, to be the boss, you know, to really not. Because I think when you're an assistant, when you're working with others, you're not really doing the work. Your 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 primary job is to to, you know, man the desk and help the person and, and how they're they're running their rosters and you're you're close, but you're not really making those decisions. And I think that I, there's so many times where just you, you get enough repetitions in and enough experiences where it starts to become intuitive. Um, what, you know, how, how you're going to, to operate, um, and, and the kind of, the kind of communication and relationships and work that you want to be associated with. Um, so that's great. I mean, to, to be able to have total control of who, who you want to be working with and and how you want to be um, viewed in the business is is great and that's that's really what I've been kind of working towards the uh, the whole time I I started pursuing talent representation and Bernard just opened the door and sometimes you just need that one person that that sees it and gets it and gives you that opportunity and um, you know maybe even more so than I I even thought I was capable of myself at the time you know mm-hmm. so. Um, he's, he's just been fantastic. And, um, you know, he's also someone that is, is successful in business, but also in life with his family. And it's just, it just shows you can, you can really do it both, you know, um, the personal and the professional and, and, but really the, the personal is so much about the professional, but I I know that that's something we share is we're really close with our clients, very enthusiastic. We, we, you know, we care so much about the, the, the ride that everyone's career takes and, and especially this last, couple of years when there's been so much uncertainty of, of, I feel I've gotten so much closer with a lot of my, my clients just by, you know, sometimes you, in the, in the bad times, it's when you're really in the, in the thick of it together is when you get to know each other, when you really get to start trusting, um, and, and listening and, um, it, it can kind of bond you. So sometimes it's those kind of experiences that are, can be very fruitful. Um, so 
uh, yeah. And I, I think that, um, it's a, it's a kind of a, it's a job managing that it, there's really no template as to how one can go about it. And I, I just, I'm continuing to expand the kind of artists that I want to be working with and, um, the kind of development creative type stuff that we want to be doing as well. Um, and, you know, kind of a sense of a community, a place, you know, we did readings, uh, of plays on zoom during the, uh, during the pandemic, just as a way to, to, in even new work, we would workshop, you know, people's uh, screenplays, and it was just a way to stay connected and allow allow our artists to be, you know, creatively viable and, and valued. And uh, there's going to be a lot of lean times, and it's like I said, that's when you, that's when you prove yourself to to the people when they're not necessarily quote unquote producing or getting success, in whatever form that is. You still believe in them. You're letting them know that, and they're reciprocating that by staying committed to, to the plan and the different goals, which we set out for every single client. It's a very customized set of, um, of tactics that, that is based specifically on them and what they're looking for. And sometimes it's them, you know, it's me sort of pushing them into other areas. And sometimes they're telling me exactly what they, what they want to achieve. And then we, you know, we strategize. And so it's, it's very different, um, for every single relationship. And I kind of like to think that, you know, I know this is getting <laughs> getting sent out there now, but it's like, I want every client to feel like they're my only client. You know, I never want to say, I can't talk to you right now because I have to deal with someone I'm more interested in or, you know, and I, I, I hope that that, that is, um, you know, received that way that, that they're getting, you know, they're getting the attention. They are the most important thing that we're focusing on at that any given moment. So, um, I like. I really like that in the sense of of how we we operate, and, and it, Bernard and I are very similar in that way. So um, it was really a you know a, a fantastic, uh, a true, a true merge of of our personalities and sensibility. And um, but it's you know it's relationships. It's how you treat other people, how you want to be treated. You know, we're pitching, but we're also getting um, you know submissions from actors or people that are interested. And it's just sort of you know it's how how do I want to treat someone that reaches out that I'm reaching out to. Um, and how would I want them to treat me? And it's just sort of, you know, it's just being very, um, practical about how people, you know, I mean, how you email people, how you share news, good, bad, the other, um, and, uh, you know, but I think positive energy, optimism, all those things are, are so important. Even sometimes sending an email, like, I feel like I want to feel like I'm, you know, even if it's like a, a far out pitch for an actor or something I'm asking for send with the best intention. Like actually, like before I hit send, like this is, I'm coming from a good place. They're going to want to listen to me. I want, I have something that they're interested in and not, you know, that, that sense of doubt, like, Oh, what, what am I even doing sending this for? There's no chance, or I'm just going to do it, but I'm kind of like frustrated or angry about it. I think that can sometimes in a way come through when you're, you know, when you're communicating with people and and the tone that you want to present. And especially if they don't know you, you're, you're, you're just, constantly building people's trust and opening them up to what you have to offer. And I think it's just a series of, you know, it's just a process and it can take, uh, it can take time sometimes to, to get to that level of respect and trust. And, um, you know, you have to prove yourself and we're still having to do that as a company and rep, you know, I mean, there's man, a bunch of management companies out there, a lot of managers. It's like, what, just like any actor or any artist, it's like, what makes you unique? What are you doing that is uniquely you, Mm. you know? Um, so I think we've been we've been establishing that as far as how we're perceived. Um, yeah. 
So yeah, that's wow. the wrong answer, I guess. No, it's it's so beautifully said, and I, just something you said earlier has really st- stuck with me, and and it's apparent in in your answer to this question too. You said, you know, our industry is really based on creating relationships. I'm paraphrasing. I, yeah. you said it beautifully earlier, and the way you're describing the way your company works, it's so evident that that's at the forefront. Um, the personal approach that you have with each and every client, the careful consideration um, of whether or not it's going to be a good fit based on personalities and respect, the way people treat you, the way you treat your clients and potential clients, um, the relationship that you have with Bernard and the partnership there, but also the sense of autonomy to be able to run your own rosters and kind of maybe stretch the company in, in a different direction. I, it, I love all of that. Uh, and I don't take this response. I mean, like I'd been putting in the time to get to this point where I have this responsibility to these clients. And I don't, I don't in the slightest take that uh, lightly at all. And I, I'm, it's a privilege to be partnered with, with clients that I've been working with and for some for since the very beginning and just to, you know, um, so much, so much of this is, is speculative. So much is an investment time energy, um, that may not actually yield profit or, or even success. And sometimes it's, it's believing in someone and, and they may not hit, um, for, you know, a year or two or more down the road, but you saw it and you believed in them and you, you nurtured them. And, and I think I have a nice, relationship with my clients where I can give them the kind of constructive feedback or, or straight talk that they need to hear to, mm-hmm. to get them to that next level or get over anything that might be a hurdle. Um, I mean, that's another thing that one positive thing that's come from the pandemic, um, for better or worse. I mean, you guys also know as performers, self tapes are, are everything mm-hmm. these days. Yes. Um, you know, so that's a lot more now. I mean, it, it's, it's allowed me first and foremost to see my actors work. I, I wish I could be in every audition room that they're in. Um, but, you know, this is a chance for me to see their work, re- remind myself why I'm a fan, see how they're approaching, you know, sometimes two, two clients will, will go up for the same thing. And they're both equally great at what they're doing. They're totally different approaches, but unique to them. And that's the beauty of it. You know, they're both finding this character just based on, uh, you know, a brief amount of text. And that's, that's the, true, the true art of that. It's just been great. Um, and that's also inspiring to just see how they're approaching that sometimes on really short notice. Mm. Um, and, uh, so that's been, you know, that's sort of gotten me closer in a sense to their, to, to the clients and their art and their work. And I allow them to send different takes and it's gotten me better at, at judging work and an approach to a different, uh, you know, to different kinds of material. Um, and what is good, you know, for lack of a better term, just good acting. What is, what is good work versus something that could be better? And does someone, do I know that this person has the capability to get there? I just need to push them out of a certain way or are they just, this is their zone. This is what they're doing. And just to find the best within that. Um, and I think I have a trust with, with most of my people. I'd like to think that they, they're open to that kind of feedback. And um, so much of it is just guesswork. It's just like, I think this is what they're going for tonally, you know, um, let's just make a choice. And sometimes you're, they don't know until they see it from the actor that that's how to, that's what they wanted from, you know, in, in approaching this character, this, this scene, um, you're, you're finding it for them. Sometimes it's not like, you know, there's a sense that, oh, they're, they're going to, you know, there's just, you're sort of going up in front of a firing squad. Like I, you know, with the, 
worst intentions of like that they're going to hate it and what do they want and you know the, you know they want to love you they want to you to be there you do their job for them and and be the role and you know so i i try to think of it in those terms too when it comes to pitching or positioning people like how can i help this production this casting person this direct you know what can i do to make their job easier and give them options that they're looking for um mm-hmm. and sometimes it's just also just getting people out there and getting them building fans you know whether it's casting offices or just anything i mean i always want to know an actor is like oh i know this this theater director this producer did this thing and you know that's just all information it's data that we can use down the road because it is it is who you know it is some little connection you made at a party a few years ago and now this person is directing something or that can all really be beneficial so you know there's the work and then there's everything around the work which is the networking and just being a person that people like to hang out with and so another another thing with um, that's great in working with Bernard is you know he's someone that I can always ask questions um, about certain topics and we bounce things off each other. I find that um, you know one thing that as as I've matured you know, professionally maybe as a person too it's just like the the humility to um, if you don't know something to to find out to ask and um, you know there are some clients when it comes to some decisions that need to be made that want to they just want to hear a yes or no they don't they just want that kind of guidance. And some, it's a little more nuanced and measured where, you know, I could, I can say, well, on one hand it, this, but on the other, this, and let's, let's talk about that and weigh it. And I think that's, I'm very open to that. And, and I think that, um, yeah, not, not knowing something and learning as there's so much to so much that that is new and, and could be handled, um, differently and, um, new things that come up just, you know, to, to be able to have Bernard to bounce, those kind of um, situations off of, and he does the same for me, is just is invaluable and is something that is, um, yeah, there's something that feels really good about honestly not knowing some things and then just discovering that and not, because I think when sometimes there's this impulse where you want to just give someone the answer you think they want to hear and maybe assume sometimes or um, it, that can sometimes be, you know, lead to, to issues down the road. And it's just good to make all these kind of little minor decisions um, cleanly and, and well thought out. And that can just lead to the bigger picture of, and then once, you know, once you have that under your belt, it becomes almost reflexive, you know, as far as how, how you're navigating each little circumstance. Um, but you know, I love that every day is different and there's going to be a lot of decisions and and questions and, and conversations, and there really is no right or wrong answer. Sometimes there's just, there's choices and there's, um, you know, I think that's, that's the exciting thing too. There's a lot of different ways you can go when it comes to certainly making art. And, you know, one thing that's, that's great too, is just seeing like a a theater piece or a film. It's just, everything is a combination of of very little specific decisions. You know, why did they put the camera here, not here? Why did they say it the line this way? Um, You know, and that, that goes into composing an email and presenting um, to people and conversations and, and getting the meat of, of what needs to be communicated in conversations with clients and with anyone. Um, and I think that, um, yeah, so being able, being able to ask those questions and continuing to learn and continuing to grow. And I mean, that's what I push myself to do in order to get better, um, you know, for, for the company, for my clients, for, for what I do. So that's, that's something that I've really, um, really latched on to, um, you know, as, as I've grown is, is in the business, it's just to 
continue to take in and absorb knowledge and, and different ways that people, different perspectives, you know, cause there's, it's all, so much of this is, this business is just subjective. It's just little, you know, it's just, just concepts that people have. And, and, um, it's, it's cool to, you know, throw mine into the, the ring and then see, see what sticks. And then, you know, that's how you sort of build your, your, your career, I guess, you know, is just the, just finding out what works and, and continuing to, to fine tune those, those skills. So I think that's, that's been great and it's allowed me to grow, um, and, and continuing to do so. So, um, so it's great to have Bernard, as I'm saying, uh, to, uh, to, to do that alongside me, you know, and to, to really not feel any shame if I, if I don't, if, you know, I want to get his perspective. He's, he comes from his, his background as well and his experience and, that's, you know, it's invaluable to, to have that, um, daily, you know, so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. While you were talking about asking questions of Bernard, Aaron, it, it just, I don't know, something popped in my head. Like Bernard, it sounds like has been such an advocate and a, somebody who's truly believed in you. And then it's really beautiful to see how that translates to you working with your clients. Like you are that person for your clients. And I just, I don't know, something about that just warmed my heart to, to think about how this is kind of passed down from one relationship to the next. It's very special. Yeah. yeah. No, no, for sure. Um, yeah. And I think it just comes down to, you know, liking you know, whether it's your client or, or your business part, you know, being able to just geek out and be fans <laughs> of this business, this art, you know, movies and theater, you really like, I mean, that's what keeps us going. And I know myself, you know, just the, the privilege to be able to, to be in this business and maybe even get to, you know, contribute a verse, um, and actually have something that, that has lasting meaning and, and can affect, affect people and, and connect and, you know, um, and I, I, you know, I said before, like I, I take this, this, you know, it's a privilege to be working with who I work with. It's, it's a responsibility. I, I certainly don't take lightly. Um, but you know, it's just to get to know the best thing is getting to know clients outside of the work too. I think that's just where there's less pressure to always be, um, driving the business side of things, but it's just, just, you know, just hanging out, just talking about what we're interested in or, you know, but also having the comfort to talk about things that are frustrating or, you know, and, and I don't, I, I think that's a, a noble thing to be, to express in a way that can be constructive, you know, things that you, you want to do better, or if it's not happening or what can we do together? It's not an admission of failure or, um, inability. It's just, that's just the business. That's just life. You know, you have, that's what friends are. You, you have to feel comfortable that you have the, the space to be able to share, you know, whatever is going on. And, and, um, you know, so I, I think that's, um, yeah, for Bernard and myself, just, just constantly checking in and, um, you know, um, just, just leaning into his experience of, cause he's, you know, all managers go through certain, you know, certain things that are going to happen to you as you, you go along in this career and it's just, um, it's important to, to know that, that every, most people that have done it have been through it before and the successes and the things that don't go our way. And, um, just, uh, it's, it's, it's inspiring to see someone like him and, and, and others that I admire, um, on the talent rep side, continuing to persevere and, and finding new things to get excited about and new talent and new, new projects and, 
it's just exciting. I mean, I, I hope that things do somewhat come back to what we perceived as normal um, in the next year. I'm just excited to see what, you know, what new projects can I, can I submit my, my actors to? What new things are they going to work on? Where will the successes be? What are, you know, new discoveries that I'll make? Maybe, a, a, you know, um, a, a new talent or even I'll see something in a pre-existing client, something they didn't show me before. And it can just, you know, light that fire all over again to, to do what I can to, to give them that platform to, to be heard and to get um, acknowledged. You know, that's what, that's what everyone wants is just to be, to be seen and, and recognized for what they're, the work they're putting in. And it's, it's courageous just to do that and to put in, and sometimes people may never see or receive the work that one's doing, but I still think the act of doing it um, can be a beautiful thing and therapeutic and, and um, you know, life affirming and uh, can give many people their, you know, peace of mind and identity to, of, of why they are who they are and what they want to do. Um, but you do need, you need fans, you need people that see it and receive it. And I think that just finding that can keep, keep one going, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's my job. It's one of my, my tasks too, is just to keep people positive and, and encouraged. And, um, you know, I, I want them to see any ideas they have, even if it's for, you know, just um, a, a germ of an idea, like, let's talk about it. Maybe there's something here. What can I do to, you know, expand this and, and help you, you know, um, focus on, on what you want to be um, attending to creatively. Cause sometimes there's a lot of stuff and, you don't, you don't know where to begin or what to, you know, what to finish. Um, and I, it's just great to be able to have people bounce ideas off and just talk about how practical it can be to, to actually get this made, you know? Yeah, definitely. You're saying a lot of things that I learned from the Jen Waldman studio. Um, she's an amazing actor, direct, uh, well, former actor, um, director, teacher who has a studio in the city and um, an amazing community. And she always talks about showing up with a giving mindset, assuming best intentions, going in with good intentions, um, building the empathy bridge. All of these things I feel like are coming through in everything you're saying, like the way that you're reaching out for your clients, the questions that you're asking, the relationships you're having with them. I, I even, you know, what you just said about encouraging people to continue to stay positive. I'm just hearing all of this growth mindset, mindset. (laughs) Um, And which, which I think is really important um, to want to, you know, first of all, show up with this positive attitude, for lack of a better word, you know, when, of course, we know that things aren't always positive and aren't always going to be great, but to just try to approach it um, in that light and to kind of want to continue to learn and grow and encourage that in the people around you as well. And like talking about, you know, even wanting to just listen to the ideas that your clients have, even if they're just right now, a speck of something that is not even fully developed. I think that's really, really cool. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I I definitely do believe in energy and, you know, um, what you bring into a conversation or intention as far as the attitude one brings to, you know, is talking, you know, uh, giving someone the space and the comfort to come up with some crazy ideas and say stuff that may not necessarily work or doesn't land, but like just the freedom to do that. There's like no bad ideas and there's no, you know, whatever someone is 
is inspiring them, that's that's good enough for me to listen to and at least take that in and, and then go from there as far as the, you know, the practical nature of actually conceiving something and, and, and manifesting it versus just, you know, but even just the idea of, of just coming up with, you know, just concepts and, and things that are, are exciting and directions people want to go, even if it's, you know, aiming high, I think it's, that's something I can work with. That's something, it just gets me even more in tune with where, where the client is. And it's cool to see people's, where their focus is at or what's inspiring them evolve. Like, I, I think you, no one, no one artist I know is just one thing or is just, just hitting the same note. I think that everyone wants to, to evolve and, you know, find new ways to play. And, um, but, but yeah, positivity coming in with, with that kind of attitude when it comes to addressing these kind of things is, is very important. And, you know, that's a thing too, with, uh, even with self tapes, just trying to somehow communicate what is, is lacking when you're not able to be in the room and, you know, um, the term, the, the comet trail, like you, you come in with your energy, you leave with your energy and it's sort of still there hanging in the room when you've left. And that's the impression often that gets made, you know, separate from the, the actual work that you're there to do is just, who are you in the space as a person? What are you bringing? What's the vibe? And, you know, I think that's, that's important to keep in mind, um, in, in really anything and anything I try to do as well. Um, and, and just to be, just to be optimistic. And, you know, I think sometimes you need, you need successes, you need wins to, to keep, you know, the sales afloat and say, yes, okay, this is the work I'm putting in. This is worth it. This is paying off and, you know, that can keep on going. So it's, it's just finding those moments, Mm -hmm. um, and, and being validated. So it's, it can be a lot of work. It can take a lot of time and energy and blood, sweat, tears. Um, (laughs) but I get that and, and better, better, you know, someone that's, that's a true artist and, and is committed to that than, you know, me myopically focusing on that, you know, in my own head and trying to get my, my art out there. It's just, I know for myself, uh, collaborating and just having, I feel like I have a greater artistic footprint on things when I'm, you know, have multiple, uh, you know, pots going on the fire and, and a variety of, of people that I can just, just check in with and tend to and advise and be there when they, when they need me and, and just see that journey. Um, you know, that, that's been great. And, um, you know, fortunately I'm very blessed to work with people, um, that, that have that attitude that are very positive, that get, the the twisty nature of of the business and this this artistic pursuit and um you know we're going to battle together you know let's let's do this um but and and so it's it's great to feel like there's a real teamwork um you know like i'm getting them in the door they've got to deliver the audition i can't do that for them you know they've got to book the work so i you know it's kind of i see it in those terms as far as you know we we have our end of of the process. And it's, it's just continuing to fine tune and get really good at, um, at delivering for each other, for for myself and for my clients. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that, that brings me to another question. So Mm -hmm. when you are meeting potential clients, what are the things that kind of, because I think a lot of what we're talking about, it, it makes sense but it's also so subjective, you know, like somebody's energy or what they bring into a room, right? Or how they, you know, bounce off of a self tape. 
So mm-hmm. I'm curious, like, what is it that stands out to you when you meet with potential clients that make you say, I want to work with this person? Yeah. Um, you know, there is that there is sometimes it's, it's, you can't even articulate just what, uh, what, what you're responding to as far as someone's work, as far as their choices and something that is singular and unique and different, um, you know, where you can start to get excited about, oh, I want to see how they would approach this role. And like, that's, I'm always, I never decide to work with someone or, you know, make any decisions based on just one piece of work. I want to see, you know, I want to see how, what, what else they can do. I mean, that's, that's going to be the gig. So I think, um, showing, showing some range and some variety and being, it's fine too, if like, they're good at, at this specific thing, like just, you know, uh, honing in on that. And, and as long as I feel like there's, I'm excited about wanting to see more of their work and I'm excited to, you know, if they're relatively new in the business, introduce them to, to casting offices or or start to get some traction and, and, uh, have them stand out amongst, you know, a lot of, a lot of actors that are out there and a lot of new actors that are, you know, coming out of programs and, and ready to compete. And I, you know, so in that sense too, I want people that I feel are professionally ready, have the tools. And if self-tapes continue um, to be the thing, have that be as, as solid as possible. You know, the lighting, the audio, everything. Don't give the decision makers anything to, to doubt or to, to, you know, look away uh, based on any elements, you know? Um, So I think just, just doing, yeah, being committed to doing good work and, um, and also, you know, uh, having a variety of, of, creative interest too. And I do, I do respond to people that are content creators or at least open to finding ways to, to create vehicles for themselves or or ways to get their stuff out there. So they're not just waiting and and waiting to be defined by a specific role that may or may not be available. Um, So I really, you know, I I want people that are committed to, to the journey, you know, Um, and, and are confident about themselves, but also know that it, 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 can you know it takes teamwork sometimes to to navigate things and to um to deliver on what one seeks out to do so um yeah so someone that's very open to to that collaborative nature of of having a a rep in your corner uh, and being open to to suggestions as well and 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 feedback and you know constructive uh you know uh, acknowledgement of, uh, of where things are at and what can be improved upon. So, you know, that's, that's something that I, I definitely respond to. Um, and like I said, too, just, I think it's, imp- I, I really like when I'm meeting with people, just asking them about what sports teams are you into? What are your, who, you know, do you have pets? Tell me about where you're from, your sibling. Like those are things that are going to fill in the other details and just, I want to know them as a person, you know, and where, where their head's at. And, um, you know, you can be, obsessed, you know, you can focus solely on what you want to do as an artist, but again, it's just, um, you have to be well-rounded, I find, to, to be able to deliver, um, and not, yeah, not come from a place of, of stress or frustration or desperation or, you know, um, just, just see the, yeah, see a positive way through, but also have, have other things you can do when, when the opportunities aren't there, you know, Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's that's definitely something I, I respond to. Um, 
Yeah, I, I love all of that. So I have a question for you. But first, you reminded me when you said you asked people what sports teams they like. Are you mm-hmm. a Mariners fan? I'm assuming I am a Mariners fan. That's <laughs> that's why I'm yeah, I've I'm a glutton for punishment uh, for the past 20 years. <laughs> um, but uh, yes, Seattle Mariners, Seattle Seahawks, um, Seattle teams, Seattle Kraken, new hockey team. Uh, it's great to see the, you know, it's a, it's a vibrant sports town. It's kind of a, you know, small hamlet, but, uh, you know, very passionate. And it's great also in New York where you have, um, you know, Seattle bars and places you can go to connect with other fans. Um, but yes, I do, I do enjoy, uh, Mariner baseball and, and that comes with that. And I, I also like to, I mean, Bernard and I, obviously, you know, we, we very much connect on sports and we play fantasy football and <laughs> I love, I always like the parallels between art and artists and and athletes and sort of just the pursuit of excellence and the chess match and just trying to get an edge on your your opponent and um you know even with victories there's always things that could be improved upon and cleaned up and and um i always try to you know view the work i do um in in the same lens as well um you know you 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 win a day but you you know the season's still going you got to win the next day and it's i think it's Mm -hmm. I, I like to see things in, in that um, context as well. Um, but yes, yeah. yeah. So it, it's cool. And I it just, in, psychologically, and, and still tying it to to an artist and being on stage or an understudy, you know, it's like these people are the peak of their, their professions and it's all the expectation and the psychology and blocking out all the noise. And it's a real, it's really impressive to see that. And, and some of the best, just like the best artists, the best athletes make it look effortless. And when you start to see, those that are maybe like second, third string, not, you know, you start to see it's not, it's not that easy. And these people are exceptional at what they do. And they, they practice just like anything. They, they're just always, you know, um, looking to get better and fine tuning. And that's, that's a great thing to take away. I find, um, in, in anything, anything I feel. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so interesting you said all of that, because the reason why I ask is my brother works for the Mariners. He is a he's an analyst, um, like an operations analyst. So like statistics, crunching numbers. Um, I'm explaining it terribly. But um, but it's interesting that you just said all of that, because I always because my brother is such a like math statistics numbers person working in sports and obsessed with sports I've always just felt like oh we're so different we're such different people our brains work totally differently and they do Mm -hmm. but the longer he is in sports and the longer I'm in the entertainment biz the more I see the parallels like the more I learn it's it's so crazy and it, it's not just between artists and athletes which yes there are so many parallels but also just the industries I think there's a lot of overlap and it's it's really cool yeah it's cool too like I always like Bernard and I joke like when we go to uh you know I, I hope that that in-person showcases uh for for these schools um come back as as they you know have been in the past but it's just sort of you know, when, when you're looking at the success of an athlete, you can say they did this 40 time. They did, they got this many rebounds and this many points. Like it's more quantifiable than artists when you're like, this person is good. You know, I guess you can start to look at like bookings and resume things as success, you know, but it's, it's kind of, it's a little harder to define. And it's more about subjective taste when it comes to this is a good performer versus this is not, you know, this person could be better. Um, 
so it, it's kind of interesting in that sense to there are, there aren't really numbers to cry it's just it's sort of more you know an intuitive kind of sense about it's just taste you know you either respond to something or you don't um right which is kind of cool which kind of i mean anyone can you know if enough people are on the same wavelength like you can decide to to go forward with a movie or a, a play or cast a specific person you know versus someone else i mean it's just you know it's a shit it's just kind of a feeling so it, it is interesting when you talk about like numbers and really breaking down the value of of someone um so it's it's interesting to yeah to sort of look at like showcases as the nfl combine and sort of you know all the managers and agents are out taking their notes and you know you're sort of getting a sense of who's responding to what and you know you're competitive in that sense you want to you know be able to uh attract the, the person that you're you're interested in but it's uh it is interesting to um yeah to see people sort of gauge the potential of people um based on just a little information or a, you know a snippet of their work so i i find that you know i get better too at evaluating um talent and potential i think that's it's exciting to to sort of grow more into that ability to just just yeah instinctively know it when you see it hmm. you know? yes oh definitely yeah yeah sorry you go lauren no i was i was just gonna say it, it kind of makes you empathize more too with casting and directors producers you know who similarly watch tapes maybe they only watch like the first 30 seconds or minute of a tape and are making those very similar decisions right away have to be able to spot if something uh is working or not and yeah just remind me of that gives you kind of empathy into other aspects of of our industry too absolutely Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and going back to what you were saying before, um, I'm curious about the logistics of representing actors who are also writers and how that works. Yeah. Um, you know, it's something that I've, it's been more recently in the last, I mean, it, it really kind of showed itself during you know, the peak lockdown period of 2020, where there were no available, you know, performing jobs, and it was all about creating your own content and finding ways. Um, so I, I lean more into that. And, um, you know, I think first and foremost, the shorthand and the success comes from from acting jobs, and that that's there, that's clear, that's clearly defined. It's like, there's an available job, I'm going to submit them, I'm going to get them in the audition. Hopefully they book that and then that's it. But, you know, when it comes to creating your own work, there's just, you have to think outside the box. You have to, to, um, just help to, to, to see things conceived that, and, and like I said before, just convincing people out there, the decision makers that it needs to exist and that it's, it's worth attention. Um, so, you know, a lot of it's been helping, helping my clients develop their, their projects, um, whether it's, you know, putting together a reading or if it's just in the script stage and they're still working on that, um, being able to give feedback. And that's something too, that I've, I've, you know, giving notes is a very kind of sacred process, I think, where you, you know, um, you want to continue to have them have that voice that they're, that they're putting out there, but, um, and not, put too much of your own sensibility into it, but more just asking questions and things that, you know, you think could be improved upon and, and allowing, allowing them to, to make adjustments and sort of, but also I want them to get 
feedback from other colleagues that they trust. I don't think you should go with one person guiding you and, and, and telling you what a thing should be or how it should be different. Um, but you know, that's a lot of the relationship I have in, in that, that process of, of their own content. Um, and then, you know, when it comes to, uh, as far as pitching, you know, doing that and opening doors and trying to get meetings and, and sometimes it's about, you know, maybe this is better as a pilot versus a feature or, you know, this podcast actually has legs as something in a different medium. Um, and, uh, so just being, you know, or, or, you know, trying to adapt something or, or try looking into, um, even writing that isn't even, um, related to the business, I think just, just, um, encouraging that. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think that all, I mean, the, the dream is, is obviously for someone to be able to, as we've seen, you know, um, create something that is the perfect vehicle for their talent and sensibility and voice and being the reason it exists and, and, and headlining a, a project that is very much about them. And, um, you know, that's, that's great to, to try to be a part of um, when it comes to people creating. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And I think too, just sometimes it's, you know, it's just encouraging people to make stuff, you know, whether it's let's, let's try to get funding or let's wait until someone is actually interested in, in producing this, um, you know, to, to make a quick and dirty version of, of, you know, a web series or just even something in one's apartment, just to sort of get it on its feet and start to, to, to manifest it. And I think that, you know, allowing people to play around with that and, um, and, and trying to, to advise and, and just, you know, just be an audience member for them to, to, to try stuff, um, is, is what I really enjoy as well. Um, and it allows me to be creative and allows me to, to fit my brain into their wavelength as far as what, who they are. And the more I get to know them, the more I can tell their, what their sensibilities are, where their humor is, where, what their strengths are. And kind of, sometimes you need kind of the ability to tell someone that to, to alert them to where, what's working, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and you know because it's like a two-way process it's like you the person doing it and sending it out there but it has to be received you know so i i'm one of the voices that could say you know it's it's coming in this way or it's not and i think that's that's important so um but um yeah and I, it's just great when our clients can collaborate too you know um yeah. being able to actually have you know some of our actors be involved in someone's screenplay reading and or even be cast in the eventual um you know the eventual final product so it's yeah. that's cool that's sort of some synergy there and that's really cool when yeah. you said that before like that just said that's very awesome yeah, yeah it's, i love that it's yeah. so rare too that within a company like other clients really get to work with each other within a, a management company or an agency or or even get to know each other beyond maybe like a holiday party. So right. I love that you're creating opportunities for, for artists to work together. Um, it, it makes it feel kind of like a, yeah, truly like a company or, or like a family. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what that really what we're going for. We, we really want a sense of community and a place where um, you know, it's kind of like when you have, cause it's so much of, of the job is just, you're really connecting with one person and it's just, you know, at a time and it's kind of like you have good friends and you get everyone together for a birthday party and you're like, Oh, I, this person, I, I finally get to introduce them to this person and yeah. they're going to get along. And it's so great when, when we can do that for, 
for these artists, which, which often has led to collaboration and just their own, they go off and do their own things, you know, now that they've met. And, um, that's just great. So to be a facilitator of those kind of things is also a, a real great thing to, to have, um, in, you know, in the rosters that we, we have. And, you know, even if we're not directly repping someone, I think just, just know, you know, the amount of people we can just know and just be in each other's orbit and, um, you know, it just feeds into, to all of that. And, uh, you know, so even if we're not working with someone, you know, we, we still support them and encourage that and our fans. And, you know, sometimes it's just a matter of timing or too many roster conflicts, you know, as far as type or, Mm -hmm. uh, what we've been building with someone already. So, you know, often that's when it comes to working or not working with someone, it's just, is, are all those things aligned? So sometimes things come back around. So, you know, that's the thing too, it's like, you never know, you know, in the impressions you're making, how that could pay off down the road um, for opportunities. So, you know, I'm always keeping that in mind as well. And also just in in the side of the business, when it comes to casting associates and assistants and agent assistants, I mean, this is the future of the business. These are people that are going to be, you know, for the most part, the people that are going to be in charge, you know, 10, 20 years. So, you know, that's, those are, those are good people to start developing good relationships with. And, you know, um, so much of, our reputation is based on our taste and the work our clients do. And, you know, so that's always a conscious uh, element about what, you know, our clients auditions and, and the kind of stuff that they're doing. I mean, it, it says a lot about us as well and, and who we rep in our taste. So I, I think that, you know, um, that's, that's a big part of it as well, as far as who we, who we're associated with. Yeah, Definitely. Definitely. Everything you're saying just reminds me how much this business really is a long game, right? Of those relationships that can take years and years to really build um, both with, you know, clients, potential clients, and then also, yeah, those casting assistants, associates, whoever, you know, that's, yeah, an important reminder, I think, for for our listeners too. Absolutely. And I think, you know, they say game recognizes game and hustle recognizes hustle. And I I think you see we're all, especially when you're in that on the come up and you're sort of, you're yet to, you know, if you're an assistant or associate, like, I think that they're just, there's so much effort and, and goodwill and hope and, and, um, optimism that comes with someone that is, is gradually, you know, it's just great. Even in the, in the time I've been in the business to see people that have become, you know, started to run their own casting offices or launch their own management company or agency. I mean, it's just, it's awesome to see people, you know, ascend in that way. And it's just, I, I get that. I relate to that. You know, um, you don't, you don't just do this just to do it. You do it because you love it, hopefully. And you want to, you know, uh, commit to it and, and grow with it. So it's, it's just great to, to have those kind of colleagues in the business also, um, to, you know, and even beyond Bernard, just, I think managers can support managers and, and would all just sort of talk about our experiences. And I, I think that's very important as well. So we're not just in this little echo chamber, you know, within our own headspace or, or the way we do business, but just sort of checking in on other people too. And how are, how are they doing this? How are, you know, or, or even, you know, putting pride aside and aspiring, I want to be doing what this person is doing. This manager is getting their people out into this and, you know, what can I do to get to that level? And, um, so, you know, constantly looking to, to grow and, and, you know, feeding off of other people's success and the way they've, they've worked, um, and really, really keying into that and, and not being so focused on yourself, but, you know, understanding the bigger picture of where we all fit into everything in this business. 
Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I think there's something so special and important about seeing people who do what you do as your colleagues versus your competition. Exactly. Yes. No, no, totally. And I hope that the performers also view other performers in, the, in that way as well. And how can, how can you build off each other and inspire each other, you know? And um, I think that's, that's important. Yeah, very yeah. much so. I really believe in that strongly. Yeah. Me too. Well, you all, we are coming up over an hour at this point. Um, I We have so much good stuff in this conversation. Alyssa, was there anything else you wanted to to cover? Or you, Aaron? No, I, was... no, I, mean, I think we hit, I, I, I'm sorry we lost some of that audio. I hope everything, you know. Um, no worries. That, that I covered, I want to make sure that, yeah, that yeah. came across. Totally fine. I was joking with Alyssa when you couldn't hear us. I was like, we can't get through an episode without having some technical difficulty. That's like yeah. name name of the game. But um, I, I mean, I must say, you conclude. I mean, I, I just I'm so inspired what you guys have done with this podcast and your way to reach out to the industry to just to, to share some positivity and some 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 good you know um, some good vibes and, and just it's a place of support and you know you guys you you're you know you multi-talented you do a lot of things but to have this as sort of a place where you can invite others that are not necessarily you know um experiencing your creative day-to-day but to to find the commonalities in in all that we're doing in this business um and just i mean i'm a big fan of podcasts so i think that's it's sort of this new frontier of expression and and ideas and um so i i really you know i i'm i'm very uh appreciative of of the opportunity you guys are, are creating for, for people to, to get their, you know, get their thoughts out there and, and, uh, and, and sort of make it less, take away some of the mystique of, of yes. the business, you know? Yes. Um, Thank you for that. And seriously, right yeah. back at you. It's, it's been such a pleasure getting to know you on this podcast and Bernard as well. And it's, it's really fun to, you know, interview both of you separately and to hear the mutual respect that you have for each other. And yeah, as you said, to kind of break down some of the mystique of how Forte artist management is run, how managers in general are are operating in their own ways. So thank you for being so open with us and sharing. Of course, a real pleasure. I wish, you know, I'm happy to talk anytime at greater length. Once I get started, you know, it's, uh, it, it can be kind of yeah infectious to, to really <laughs> just just geek out about the stuff we do and uh I, if i can you know if i can match bernard's enthusiasm just a little bit i've i've succeeded because he's that guy is just a next level as far as his passion and enthusiasm and it's just yeah it's oh, yeah. super contagious um so true uh, that yeah i'm glad i I'm, I'm i'm just blessed to know him and i love the guy and we're you know i'm just it's a real gift that, that we can partner together and and uh, and and grow, you know, and uh, and just be there for each other. So I'm I'm really glad that uh, you've, you've had us both on to to paint that picture. Yeah. Yes, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. I'm. It's been really wonderful getting to know you, and we we talked about so many amazing things, and you said so many inspiring nuggets of wisdom that I'm really excited to share. Fantastic! I'm really happy to uh, to share them. And uh, 
yeah, I, I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much for listening. We always love hearing from you. You can email us at positivecreativitypodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at Positive Creativity Podcast. And for more info on our guest today, please view the show notes. Join us next time on Positive Creativity Podcast.